pleasure, yes we need this The best is yet to come in, yes believe this Let go my echo, Alrighty, well here we go Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Get Around After Dark I am your host, Brendan Queeley, and joining me in the studio this week is the one and the only Brett A. Summers, who is working like a dog uh, and has been for this past week and will into the, uh, the over the weekend and into next week as he's in the midst of ten straight days of working as a sports writer for the Traverse City Record Eagle. Thanks for that kind introduction, Brendan. But... Uh... Nowhere near as hard as these kids work tonight on the basketball floor. Nice. Not only that, not only is that a good segue, but you also earn a little bit of brownie points from the parents and the coaches. So yes, welcome into this episode of the Get Around After Dark, and it's our first of the winter sports season, which is very exciting. We'll go over some uh, basketball scores uh, here on Friday night, and then also talk about some things that happened throughout the week. Uh, the big thing that happened Friday night, I'd say, is Traverse City St. Francis picking up their first win of the season after suffering three, I mean, I don't know if you can call them devastating because it's so early in the season, but three pretty tough losses. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, tonight, as you mentioned, they get the 69-60 win over Grayling. Uh, tonight was their first Lake Michigan Conference game of the season, and, uh, you know, you could I could still hear the exasperation a little bit in the voice of head coach Sean Finnegan, who picked up his first win as the Gladiators head coach tonight just because those first three games were so trying. All three by one point. All three games, I believe, uh, St. Francis led in the second half and in a couple of cases led big in the second half before stumbling down the end. And, uh... It's never fun to lose, obviously, but to lose three straight by one point, uh, I think I think you when you said suffering, I think that's exactly what it was. It was uh, it was tough for them, and I think when Sean called the other night to uh, call in one of those earlier losses, you know, he pretty much said he was uh, ready to pull his hair out. So well, I can uh, I mean I can understand that three losses by one point. Having you said they had double digit leads in the fourth quarter on a on a couple of those. But uh, fortunately, they had uh, Danny Passano tonight, who had 22 points, 7 assists, and uh, 6 rebounds, along with a, a block, and uh, le- led them to that 9-point win. They were down, what, 11 at the half? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And, and I heard that what Danny gave like a big old rah-rah speech to get him going and say, hey, we're not, we're not going to own 4, boys. Yeah, he, uh, Coach Finnegan said that he started to give that speech before uh, – coach came into the locker room and he could he could hear uh danny yelling from the hallway and that it was just pretty cool to see he said you know they've been begging for some leadership pleading for some leadership here over these first three games and they finally got some of that tonight and uh you you mentioned that one block in his stat line um coach finnegan actually talked about that and just kind of described it as a a real man's block and said that kind of like envision one of those lebron james chase down types so that would have been fun to see yeah and the uh, the gladiators I, th- I think went nine for ten from the field down the stretch uh, which which really helped them uh, come back in that game get that lead and get that win they were the game was tied at 60 to 60 with about a minute 30 left and obviously uh, St. Francis finished on a 9 and0 run to uh, uh, to finish things off and get that win it was big for them too uh, you know he didn't really 
crack the stat book per se, but uh, Mitch Lurvey was back tonight. He uh, sounded like he had a sprained ankle that he picked up in that uh, opening loss against Frankfurt, and this tonight was his his first game back. So uh, good to have another quality ball handler on the floor for the Gladiators, and uh, you know hopefully hopefully they can stay healthy uh, down the stretch here. The other Traverse City team that also got a first on Friday night was Traverse City Central. Unfortunately, it was uh, the first that you don't actually want, and that's the that was their first loss of the season. Central had been uh, was three and zero headed into their game against Marquette on Friday, but lost thirty eight to thirty six. Uh, even uh, with a uh, good performance from Tobin Schwanke with uh, thirteen points, and then Henry Goldcool, the sophomore who's really come on strong this year for the the Trojans, he had eleven points. You know, this is a Central team that. Didn't do too well last year. Just went seven and fifteen. Although they came on strong at the end of the season, uh, is having this this new voice, this new uh, approach in, in head coach Travis Shuba. Is that a is that going to be a really big help for this young team? Well, I mean, I think it's probably paying dividends right now. I mean, obviously Travis came in with a, a kind of a laundry list of accomplishments as far as being a, a collegiate basketball player and then going on and. Traveling with the Globetrotters and the as a member of the Washington Generals, and uh, you know he was a an assistant uh, after college, um, so you know he's got some good experience, and I think that that naturally brings some excitement. But obviously he's a younger guy too. Uh, you know he he was a scorer, so he's gonna he's gonna want his guys to be able to score, uh, even though you know Friday's game was a little bit of a low scoring affair, thirty eight thirty six, but. Um, you know, I think at the same time, as, as much as it's maybe been helpful right now, um, I think we'll get more of an idea as the season goes on, uh, you know, where the real strengths lie within this team, just because uh, you can't really ride, I, I, you can't really ride that, that momentum, the energy of a new coach, of a new feel for the whole season. Eventually, it's got to become routine and uh, find the things that you do best, and we'll see if that happens moving forward. Yeah, you can't really read into a 3-0 start as much as you can read into an 0-3 start like the, like St. Francis had. But Central does have some pretty good weapons with Schwanke, with Goldcool, with Jordan Vicent, uh, who's proven to be good. Preston Briggs had a big game. Uh, the other night, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Central can do for the rest of the season. On the west side of Traverse City, you had the Titans getting a 67 to 40 win against Dearborn at home. Miguel Barrientos with 21 points, five boards, and an assist. Ryan Hayes had the double double with a dozen points and a dozen boards, and then Alex Keane also had 12 points, three boards, and two dimes. So you got a good win there for them going into Saturday's game against Marquette. Other action on Friday night included a 68-27 win for Mann over Pine River with a good performance by Jacob Hahn, a uh, 17 points there. Jaden Perry, 15 points. Hunter Rule also with 15 points. And then Trevor Solani with the double-double with a dozen points and 10 rebounds. Johannesburg-Lewiston beat Mancelona 60-51. to James Kendrick with 17 points and four boards. Isaac Cousineau, 14 points and six assists. The Bulldogs of Traverse City continued their winning ways, moved to 3-1 on the season with a 40-38 victory over Burt Lake Northern Michigan Christian. Josh Prepajal led them with 10 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, he also had three assists. Elijah Maleko had eight points, and so did Ezekiel Harsey. The uh, Bulldogs look to move to 
four and one when they play Northport on Thursday. Moving on to a little bit of uh, girls' actions, you had Kalkaska get a big win. 58-39 to uh, 39 over the previously unbeaten Bel Air Eagles, who were 5-0 and coming into that game, now sit at 5-1. and You had Mackenzie Wilkinson with 17 points and 15 boards, along with five steals. She got her 1,000th point uh, this past week, which uh, she was one of two in the area to get 1,000 points. Uh, her, along with Gaylord St. Mary's, uh, Alex Hunter, they both got uh, hit the, the grand mark in, uh, in career points. Margaret Stozio had 16 points, six steals, and five boards. Yeah, Wilkinson is uh, was one of our candidates for uh, Girls Player of the Year, uh, as was uh, Hunter, and another one that was a candidate for Player of the Year, putting up again another monstrous performance was Brethren's Mariah Pringle, 23 points, 19 rebounds, and 10 blocks for a triple double. She also had three steals and two assists, so just a really great game from her in a 48 to 44 win over Walkerville. Is is Pringle gonna become kind of a maybe a household name around here in the northern Michigan area? I mean, the, her numbers suggest that she can be. Uh, I think, you know, I was going to say, at least I won't pretend to speak for you, but, I, I mean, I'm really interested and excited for an opportunity to see her play. Uh, <clears throat> you know, Brethren is obviously on, on the fringe of our area, so it would probably require a game near here, which I, I'm not sure what's uh, upcoming on the schedule. I know they opened at Buckley to start the season, which – would have been a good one for us, but it also... Since she we, scored 30 points we, in that one. We, we didn't know about her yet. So for now, I guess we just keep scoreboard watching and watch the ridiculous numbers pile up, but uh, I think she becomes just our second player so far this season to have a triple-double behind Charlevoix's Elise Stuck. Uh, it could be a pretty interesting competition, maybe from our aspect, even though they're probably not competing with each other, just to see what type of numbers each of these girls can put up night night in and night out. Yeah, that's probably our top three, if not our top four, when it comes to Girls Player of the Year candidates with Elise Stuck, uh, Kenzie Wilkinson, Alex Hunter, and, uh, and then Mariah Pringle. I think those are the ones that we're certainly going to be paying the most attention to. Uh, or at least those are the ones that are making us pay attention to them at, at this point right now. Traverse City St. Francis got a 63-21 win over Grayling. They got 12 points from Sarah Chenard, Cam Schaub, and Crystal Coyne. Lauren, uh, Lauren Bramer had 10 points, and Joanna Tarsa had 8 points. Talk about balance. Yeah, they are a very balanced team, and uh, another team that's really kind of exploded here out of the gate and that would be Benzie Central. Uh, the girls are 4-0 after a 74-28 dismantling of North Bay. Aaliyah Ross led with 25 points. Abby Bretsky had 16 points and 6 boards, 5 assists and 4 steals. The Huskies are going to Manistee on Monday looking to move to 5-0. Is this start from Benzie kind of unexpected? I don't think that when we were talking about the, the Northwest Conference, uh, I, I know that James mentioned offhand a little bit the uh, that Benzie might be uh, someone to look out for, but are they now a legit contender? Well, I think Glenn Lake is still the prohibitive favorite at this point. Um, obviously, whenever that matchup comes up, assuming, you know, standings kind of hold, hold pat, um, that'll be certainly one we want to get to. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely shocked by the start because, you know, Aaliyah Ross, Miley Church, Abby Bretsky, those are girls that have been 
around the varsity program for a while now and have continued to improve their games. Um, we'll just see if they can continue it. And like I said, a, a matchup against a team like Glen Lake, uh, that'll be certainly a good measuring stick. Uh, whenever that happens, I'm sure it's probably after the new year. Speaking of Glen Lake, uh, those Lakers uh, also got a big win, uh, taking care of Leland 79-23. to uh, If we were talking about a balanced team, I think the Lakers kind of fit that mold pretty well. Savannah Poplinski with 17 points, Jennifer Lacrosse with 13 points, uh, Caitlin Schaub with 13 points, Ali Bonzelet with 11 points, and Sydney Hazelton with 9 points. And then had, I think, you know, four or five others with around between 5 to 7 points. And uh, the, uh, yeah, Glen Lake just seems like they are uh, hell bent, I guess, on getting back uh, to, the, uh, to the Final Four. Well, and why wouldn't they be? Um... You know that was certainly an experience they want to have again, and and one that they hope uh, maybe goes better the second time around. Should they should they get that far? But uh, you know another couple of numbers that jump off right there from Jennifer Lacrosse. I mean she was knocking on the door of a triple double. Uh, she had those thirteen points and and with it seven boards and nine steals. So that's a you know this is definitely a strong defensive unit, and I mean we saw that a year ago. Uh, in their run, but they're just such a physical, pesky, annoying defensive team. Fast hands, um, you really have to be strong with the ball and kind of expect to be pressed and trapped and and harassed uh, when, when you play Glen Lake. Yeah, head coach uh, Jason Bradford has them very disciplined. They really know what they're doing uh, when they're out there with the ball. They never seem... They always seem like they're, they're confident out there. They know where they're supposed to be on the floor uh, at, at all times. And I know that one matchup that we're looking for, looking into the future, we're talking about games that we want to see, that we want to cover. One of them is certainly going to be Glen Lake versus Kingsley, and I think that comes up on January 19th. Uh, so that should be – you've got two teams right there that on any given night can score 75 to 85 points, and it'll be interesting to see what happens when those two teams – uh, kind of collide because I, I imagine that's either going to be a, a defensive battle or an offensive shootout, one of the two, but it should be that should be a, a great game uh, there. Locally uh, our two Traverse City uh, teams, uh, West and Central, both lost tonight. Uh, Traverse City West lost 47-43 uh, to 43 to Dearborn. Becca Bohr had 15 points, uh, Sierra Perquette had 8, and KK Roman had 7. Uh, Marquette, the Redmond, uh, defeated uh, Central 48-27. Karina Stewart and Ashley Bone each had eight points. Uh, they get back in action on Saturday, hoping to bounce back and uh, get off the schneid a little bit. Yeah, tough start to the season for the, the big Traverse City schools and girls basketball combined 1-8 and eight to start the year. And, you know, I think we, we're seeing uh, a number of the big North Conference girls teams struggle here. So, you know, Aside from Central, I think they lost to, to Cadillac to open Big North Conference play the other night, but um, this conference appears like it could be pretty wide open and, and teams may be able to hang around in the race 
uh, for a while, despite a tough start, the way things are kind of shaping up here early. Other scores in the area on Friday included Bear Lake 46-19 over Big Rapids Crossroads. Yuki Babinek with 19 points, Abby Cross with a dozen. Manistee, the aforementioned Manistee, uh, they won 57-12 over Muskegon Orchard View. Megan Wayward had 15 points and 7 boards along with uh, 4 blocks. And then Elk Rapids defeated McBain Northern Michigan Christian 56-46 to behind 20 points from Olivia Travis. Moving from the hard court to the ice, uh, you had the Traverse City Bay Reps and Gaylord tie 4-4. Jackson Ellis, Thomas Hardy, Jack Bradley, and Logan Carey all had goals for the Bay Reps in that tie. Bay Reps get back into action next Friday when they play at West Ottawa. Thank you for listening to this first episode of the Get Around After Dark for the winter sports season. I've been your host, Brendan Queeley, and joining me this week was Brett Summers. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the weekend.